Nothing in common. Nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay, come for the comments. Hello, good morning. Tell me what the lick read. What up, what up, what up? It's another episode of Off The Rip. We here with your host at Front Like They Know The Most. What up, shiz? How we doing? You. What's up, man? How's your week been? Man, it's been good. Listen, man, let me just update the audience, man. We got some content coming for them, bro. We was out and about. We was in the city snapping shots. We was outside. We hit the streets. We was outside. You know what I'm saying? We outside. We was outside closing some oh, where circles. Where we at? <laughs> <laughs> what up, Mook? How we doing, Mook? What's good with you? How was the tournaments? Uh, I've had better days. Yes. Uh, Reem, how we doing? Doing good, man. We doing good. And your week was? My week was good. I had some family come up. Well, my fiance's brother came up for the week, so we got to catch up for a little bit. It was nice. It was good. How is that um, fiance, fiance's brother, brother-in-law almost relationship? It's cool. He He's a dope dude. He's uh, We've gotten to know each other a lot more recently, but it's cool. It, it's nice to kind of actually have, I'm the oldest, so like I don't have an older, older brother like that. So he's kind of like been really like an older brother lately, which has been really dope. So to have him come stay up for a couple of days, he helped us out with uh, our car a little bit. So it, it's been dope lately. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Now tell us how you really feel, man. This is off the rip. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, nah, I'm just playing, bro. I was gonna say, Rashawn, can't. I was gonna say, can you connect with Kareem on this, or could could you relate a little bit? Or? Some in laws. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm I'm really close with uh, my soon to be sister in law. Um, me and my brother in law were cool, um, but I'm still getting to know him because he doesn't live here. He's he lives in New York, so. Um, yeah, I'm still getting to know him a little bit more, but uh, my sister-in-law, she's over the house like every weekend and stuff. So, and I actually helped her move into her apartment uh, the other day before connecting with y'all. So, that's crazy because he don't hang out with nobody else ever, yo. But he going all right, mm-hmm. that's that's what's up. I be inside, bro. I be. You know what I'm if, I remember, if I remember correctly, Kareem did move into a new apartment lately. And no help at all whatsoever yeah, from Rashawn. I yeah, see. Kinda, I see where the blood that, lies, bro. I see. It's it's, it's kind of crazy how that it's message went to everybody and nobody. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you see how yeah listen on this podcast stuff tends to fall on me a lot i don't know i just take it you know i got thick skin so i'll take it or you just good at taking <laughs> what it is like a hot dog down the hallway whoa whoa <laughs> speaking of hot dogs you know trev on the ones and twos is here today trev the glizzy gladiator the <laughs> chili cheese glizzy gladiator <laughs> for those who don't know we uh after we we closed up on a photo shoot the other day. Um, we went to a restaurant and uh, he was crowned the glizzy gladiator. He, he actually, the, the he was actually self, self-proclaimed. I think that was a self-proclaimed <laughs> title. He, he actually <laughs> upgraded. He said, can I get an upgrade on my menu? I said, whoa. Any one of the truffle on- butter fries too. <laughs> yeah. So you can upgrade on the meat. Bro, them Mook, truffle butter fries, fries though, they they look good as hell. Yeah, they did. They, I was gonna say, Book, do you have any in-laws? Um, I do. They're both younger than her, so oh, okay. I mean, they're cool though. I'm always here, so 
Yeah, that's that's yeah. interesting, man. Expanding yeah. families, yo. Expanding families. Exactly. Doctor Umar Johnson would say, "All oh, yo, yo, don't you, don't families, ever do that. Don't you ever do that, bro. <laughs> Doctor Umar yo. Johnson." Yo, honestly, we mentioned mentioned his name a lot more than we mentioned LeBron. Oh, shit. (laughs) Who who was it, Shiz? Who was it? I I didn't didn't quite get that last one. I I, I cut it out. I cut that out. Uh, Edgar, can you add that one out? Thank you. Thanks, Edgar. That's funny. That's funny. So what we got going on? Get it cracking, yo. You know, I just got, you know, lighten the mood real quick. See what's good with y'all. But we do have an episode of Invincible to get to. Invincible on Amazon Prime. We had just watched episode eight, the season finale of season one. Uh, Before we begin our review, I do want to say that Invincible has been renewed for seasons two and three. So (laughs) two and three, they said, go ahead and and rattle those off for us, bro. before, Before even season two came out. So I think that's an indicator of how good the show is. Um, just initial thoughts on the season before we dive into it, fellas. Um, just what 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 are your thoughts, just in a sentence or two, uh, for watching the show that we really we really didn't know nothing about. I myself, as an avid comic book fan, knew nothing about this world, so um, I was really excited to jump into it, and it was really refreshing because I didn't know the storylines. Um, and I really stayed away from like YouTube videos and articles, um, like I usually do when I, when I follow up, like the, the breakdowns and the Easter eggs. And I just watched this freshly. So I myself really enjoyed this universe and I'm, I'm really excited that we're going to get seasons two and season three. Yeah. I think for me, like the show, it, it was just dope. Like it, it definitely was something where, uh, throughout, like I thought it was going to kind of be one way it ended up being something really different. And so I think I got to credit like the storyline, just like the characters, the storyline, I think was just, it was not what I expected at all. And I thought it was just very well done. Yeah, I agree. For me, I'm not a superhero fan, comic book fan, um, but just allowing myself to to watch this season and go through episode through episode just really changed my perspective on just that that superhero universe. So dope. And I, I really love the way the season ended. And I'm really excited to for what's to come. I was kind of like indifferent about watching it. I thought like, you know, obviously by the 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 trailer we had watched and everything, I was like, okay, this could be cool. But like like she said, I'm not really big into the the comic universe and things like that. But you know, I when I think of like superheroes and thing stuff, I just thought of, you know, just regular fighting scenes, but I didn't really think of as much character development or or underlying stories as as I got with this. Um it wasn't just the fight scenes, because obviously the fight scenes were the best part, but it just seemed like the buildup of everything and how they kind of just wrapped everything up in the end, it just made it so much more interesting than what I originally had anticipated being. Absolutely. And another thing what I love about this um, is that it it levels the playing field because we, in our society, it's just like there's Coca-Cola and there's Pepsi, there's Nike and there's Adidas. When it comes to um, superheroes, there's Marvel and there's DC. And we've had those superheroes for so long 
Marvel being the Avengers, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, so on and so forth. DC being Superman, Batman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, so on and so forth, Justice League. And they can only tell so many stories. They already have a certain brand. Marvel could never do a show like this because (laughs) of how hyper-violent it was and because of all the swearing and whatnot. So we're never going to get that from Marvel. DC is dark, yes, but they would never... We haven't seen in their... um, cinema because they're all aimed to selling toys like when you think about it like they're they're aimed for kids so this one is aimed for adults specifically and so they don't have to cater to all that other stuff which is also why i think this is dope because it treats this audience like as an intelligent audience so that's also why i appreciate it and it's gonna have to make dc and marvel step their game up they can't be lazy and just keep putting out this uh, this formulaic stuff that they do because they know they're the only two giants in the industry so it doesn't matter how good their content is because they know there's no other content for people to watch so that's why it's important when we get these other guys um on amazon with these shows like invincible even the shows like the boys also on amazon prime that come out and uh reshape the genre or deconstruct the genre and challenge how um how we the consumer um see see comic books as a whole and uh, take it to a new level. And so I think it, push, it pushes the creativity, which is also why I, I really enjoy um, when stuff like this happens. I think also to your point, D, just to add, like this seems more like this show seemed more like an adaptation of a comic book as opposed to like a, a movie or like a cinematic, right? Mm-hmm. Like with its with its level of like grotesqueness and just like the hyperviolence, like you were saying, like you said, like Marvel and DC kind of because of the movies they make it's not that violent you don't see the destruction the death the killing like you did in this animated series mm-hmm. so i felt like when i was watching this like i felt like i was really reading a comic you know the way that you could actually visualize like dudes getting their arms ripped off and having their eyes guy like gouged out i feel like that's my idea of more of like the comic book experience where like the the reader just really gets into the story so much more like on a deeper level than I feel like what you might see in, in some of like the Marvel and DC movies. Word. So let's get into it then. Um, now this is going to be spoilers for the season and spoilers for episode eight from here on out. Um, so the episode picks up where we left off where Omni-Man had just killed a mortal man and uh, Mark sees him do that in now Omni Man is trying to explain himself to Mark, but Mark thinks there's something wrong with his dad, and then Omni Man is just like nah, and he reveals the actual reason why he came to Earth from Viltrumite. That is because, as I correctly predicted, might I add, that he lied about why they were coming to why he came to Earth as a protector, and actually he's coming to Earth to prime it to be taken over by the Empire, the Galactic Empire of Viltrumite. And uh, again, if you, you haven't watched the show, just to think about it, it's a planet full of supermen. So it's like they're Krypton. So um, that's a big deal because <laughs> there's nobody else in the galaxy or on the earth that can uh, handle them besides Mark, potentially Mark. But as we see in this episode, Mark gets easily handled by this his is father. shit rocked. Easily, bro. A cool thirty, a cool twenty <laughs> minutes of the episode, start to finish, him getting his ass beat. He just was on bumpers, wherever bro. he wanted, bro. This man was out here just 
had him on an island. Yo, if we learned had, anything had a global this. ass whooping, bro. He Yo. took him from Chicago to the Himalayas and what? <laughs> oh, he did. The way he just threw him <laughs> through the city. That's what I'm saying. If we learned, oh, the train scene was nuts. Yeah. We'll get to we'll get to that. Okay, I'm sorry, scene. but yeah, if, but, if if we learned anything from this episode. Cause it got to a point. I'm like, shit, he ain't dead yet. So I'm like, okay, he he definitely Mark definitely got some potential here. Cause he ain't he's not dead. Died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is the cool thing too. So Mook, like you, you said, you know, he had to rewatch it. I had to rewatch it too. And there's certain things I picked up on. One of those is like he said, Viltrumite DNA is so pure, you're basically full Viltrumite. So I was thinking he's half human. How can he survive all this? But it's because Viltrumite DNA is so pure pure it doesn't even matter it erases the human dna so i thought that was dope um and then i realized that he wasn't just putting them on bumpers because to put them on bumpers when he threw him into chicago he was trying to teach him a lesson yeah the only yeah. omni man was teaching him a lesson saying yo you you after he saved the pilot in the pilot yo, like, that was oh, my that. God. He said, oh my god thank you for saving me <laughs> he said thank you for saving me omni man squeezed his head off yeah. And then said, "You know what? You you think you think his life was significant? Let me show you how insignificant their lives are." And, and threw him Chicago, all the way through right? Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what got me is when the the building started to crumble, and he was holding on to the lady, and then shit fell, <laughs> and then he yep. went to go and pull her up, and it was, it was just, just like her limb. I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" <laughs> yep, and that that's what we're talking about. How it can show the destruction. It can show the impact. Of the destruction, like these other um, Marvel or DC movies don't. Yeah, right? and, and then we the, get to the point where Rashawn brought up earlier, and my jaw has only dropped when I watch television. I could say twice when I'm completely shocked at what happens, and that was once Game of Thrones and the Red Wedding. And I won't spoil that. You can just go watch that and you'll understand why. In this, when he picks up Mark and puts him through a train of people, my jaw yeah. dropped. Bro, that that shit was absolutely wild. <laughs> like that was one of the craziest scenes I've ever seen in my life, bro. That was awesome. Yeah, that shit was nuts. But that's a conversation <laughs> we had off before we started recording, and I think that's why I was bought into this show from start to finish. Because when you watch superhero movies, like Deep mentioned earlier, all these fighting scenes and destruction happening, and yeah, you see people running and stuff but you don't really see the effects of what's going on so just Mm -hmm. just this entire scene like this this entire episode alone in previous episodes i was just like oh shit like there's always an impact with any superhero shit going on or any fight scene there are people that are really being impacted and we see that absolutely Mm -hmm. and then omni man was on one talking all that smack too. He said, "Yo, I love your mother like a pet." That yeah. was nuts. Like, oh, yeah. oh. that was nuts. And she's hearing this too, <laughs> like on live. <laughs> that was crazy. Man. But he also said too. He said the mark. He said, "Well, I don't want to do this." He said, "Okay, well, I could just make another kid because he outlives. He's gonna essentially outlive. Uh, what's the mother's name, Debbie?" Yeah, 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 yep. Because those live thousands of years, thousands yeah. of years. So he's gonna. So he said, "What's another that. seventeen years?" That's what. But if said. you think about it from his perspective, you. He's right. He's right. Like it's just, this is just a fraction in his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's yep. the thing is like throughout throughout Mark getting beat this whole time, like Omni Man, what he's really trying to do is convince Mark that like, why are you still fighting for this? Like, it's not it's not worth your time, you know. And like he brings up that argument of you know you'll live a thousand years, everybody you know and love right now will die, like. And it's almost kind of like Omni Man doesn't want Mark to feel that pain, so like he just wants him to not think like that, which was kind of like an interesting like at, like kind of banter that they were having, but like the overall idea that Omni-Man really just wants Mark to not put up a fight so they can just take over this world. Yeah. But like you think about like the smaller details to that and, and Mark's impact and his relationships and stuff. Like I thought that was a really cool moment just yeah. like throughout those conversations where he's really trying to convince him to, to change his, his thought about this idea. And Omni-Man had a soft moment when he was beating his ass into the freaking mountain. And he said, <laughs> oh he said, what are you going to do in 500 years? And then Somehow he was still alive after taking like 30, 30 pieces to the face. He goes, at least I'll have you, dad. Yeah, I, so I thought that, that was so I was like, OK, that's that's a soft moment. And he yeah. realized and then there was the flashback of him yeah. playing in little leagues and stuff. Did you also realize that he had two? T- he was missing his two fronts when he was yep. a kid, too. Yep. And they zoom back in him. He didn't have his teeth either. Yeah, it seemed like that's what triggered the flashback. Yeah, yeah. that was kind of cool. Yeah, man, I gotta give it to J.K. Simmons for his voice acting for for Omni Man, because yeah. I thought that was really powerful, especially and towards the could, end. Definitely, yeah, you could just tell Omni Man he's not fully evil, like he's not he's conflicted, he's clearly mm-hmm. conflicted, and he's trying to act like he's not. Yeah, because he throws it back on him. He's like, "You're making me do this." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then that culminates with Omni Man. Uh, taking off and we don't know where he goes. He just bounces. Oh, boy, another great scene I love is when he takes Mark and then he hits like Mach 3. I don't even know, but he breaks the sound barrier like, like three, three times. times yeah. And throws him into the ocean, bro. Mm. <laughs> takes him to like yeah. the deepest depths of the ocean and then flies his ass out. I'm like, yo. That was crazy, man. That show's nuts, dude. Omni Man might be one of my favorite heroes now. Can he still be a hero? Maybe favorite. Yeah, he can still be a hero for me. He I mean, might yeah, be one of like my favorite Joker. now. But, you know, yeah, like so he he's crazy, bro. He's he's kind of dope. And he's carrying out a mission. So like Dog, he said, he's Mark, conflicted. When Mark hit him with, you know how we seen Mark get lose his temper, and then yeah. they, there was like they were setting it up that he has like this super punch. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Omni Man ate that. It said, please. "Oh no, he punched him in the oh, face." He punched him in the face. Like, didn't do anything. Punched him in the face. Omni Man said, "Please." Yeah, <laughs> that shit was crazy. That bro, that like, whole scene was so well done. Like, but like yeah. the thing about it is, like, you can tell he does have some sort of powers though, because like he did catch him a few times when he first started fighting. Obviously, Omni Man wasn't paying attention when he had first hit him a few times, but like, yeah. you can tell like he does have the power, which makes me kind of like think like. How come that punch didn't affect him as much? But mm. I mean, I, I think guess I, again when I was rewatching, I think they're saying like as Veltramites get older, they get stronger. Right. Okay. So because well, like, you you you'll, you won't be able to match his dad. Right. And you, you got to think too, like as <laughs> Omni Man was explaining, like the the Viltrumite world, like those are the best of the best of the best, right? Like because oh, half shit. of their population was wiped away, so like there was probably dudes that were were lesser than whatever was left. Or could have potentially been what Omni Man is, that, what everybody else complete was. genocide, bro. They slowed bro, that, that 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 <laughs> right. that scene when they showed it. Yeah, 
people like a just mountain getting of off. People getting yeah, just people getting like speared <laughs> and heads ripped open and shit. It's like a, a World Hunger Games. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah facts. It was like a super Hunger Games. It was like kind of dope. Hunger Games times like ten. But and then of that, he says that he was chosen of the select few who were great. And it was like being a infiltrator. <laughs> right. So he's legit one of the strongest. Yeah, yeah he's like a a, a a sealed seal team six of Viltrum. <laughs> right. No, that's for real. <laughs> yeah. I also but, feel like Mark is conflicted too, because after he recovered from his situation, it's like, do I join what is it, the I, Guardians I, I, of the I Globe? Or do I or do I join my my dad? You know, so I, I just feel like he's or do I just pretend or do I just pretend to to, to be a, a regular person? I think he's he's in between a rock and a hard place right now. Yeah, I saw a little bit of that too. Like when he gets home and he just starts flying around. I thought oh, yeah. that was I thought that was a little strange. Mm. Like I was like, is he is he like leaning more into his Viltrumite side now? Like yeah. So there's a lot to see in the upcoming season. I thought, and then the like you said, Mook, he got his ass whooped for 30 minutes. And then the back half of the, the last 30 minutes was just setting up the next season. Yeah. Um, and I thought one other part I thought that I cackled out loud at was when uh the white girl, Lady Eve. Oh, yeah. Uh, or uh, no, Adam Eve. I'm sorry, Adam Eve. And I figured out her name was Adam Eve, like A-T-O-M, because she changes Adams. So that's why mm-hmm. it's like a play on Adam Eve, Adam Eve creation, all that. Anyways, oh, um, so she goes like, "Yeah, I know Mark's invincible." Um, so I guess since you guys know, I'm I'm Adam Eve, and they just look at her like, "Yo, okay, yeah. <laughs> you're right." Like, so, oh, you, you you go multiple people. You multiple. He's like, "No, that's duplicate." He's like, oh, y'all just look just puzzled and shit. No bullshit. It was like the episode of uh, remember when um Soldier Boy was doing an interview with Charlemagne the God. He was like, he sold my whole shit. He was like, oh shit, let's kiss me through. The phone. That's, that's the first thing I thought about during that scene. It's like, oh shit, let's kiss me through the phone. Complete wrong. <laughs> yeah, bro. I thought that shit was funny. I also like that last scene with him and Seth Rogen's character. Yeah, I thought that you know, was Seth the Rogen. He, he produces this. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he produces so, this. Um, yeah. but I just like that that conversation between the both of them because i thought that really sets up season two yeah and i, I like how that how it came back into play too because exactly. i thought it was just like a random like Thing. a random incident from an yeah. earlier episode but honestly did you think did you think some shit was about to happen because when um I thought, I thought left, was coming back. i thought he was coming back too so that was just like a great like oh my god like he finna get his ass beat again he just he just healed <laughs> right but we also see the Guardians of the Globe training as well. Like they're they're preparing, they're starting to gel. And the dude who was on campus creating these fucking um oh yeah, the cyborgs cyborgs cyborg or whatever, he's working with the dude now. So I'm I'm really excited to see and Immortal Man's coming back. Yeah, yeah. They showed Battle Beast, the one who took out Mark the first time. Yep. I yeah. thought he was gonna come back into play somehow. I thought he was, they were gonna have him fight Omni Man because I want to see him fight Omni Man because mm. he took out Mark. But I don't know. I feel like Mortal Man might get his shit rocked again. 
No, no, not Immortal Man. I'm talking about Battle Beast, the line. No, I know, I know, but I'm oh, saying, I'm saying, you yeah, bring in his. Yeah, ass. you bring it back. Yeah, this song, I was like, <laughs> right? I, I was like, they put him back once. together just to get his ass beat again. Yeah, this man's like, just like, just stop, gotta stop reviving me. Like, like, yo, formulate a plan before you just go off and run. You could have just let him. They just be letting him go out there, like, yeah. Guess he get his ass beat. We put him back together, and he does it again. As Cecil said, he said, "Yo, just gotta slow him down." Yeah. So, uh, final ratings for the episode, final ratings for the season, fellas. I'm going seven out of seven and seven out of seven. Eight, eight out of seven for that last episode. <laughs> Man, I'm going eight out of seven. <laughs> I'm going 10 out of seven, bro. Two seconds in was just straight action. I was like, oh, we get to it. We get into it. So I've never, I've never seen somebody put a scene <laughs> together that well. Somebody getting their ass beat. And it was so enjoyable for the whole thing. Bro, it was like, like we literally picked up where we left off. Yeah, I would definitely agree. I got seven out of seven for the episode, seven out of seven for the series. It was... Word. Awesome. Yeah. Can't wait till season two. Nothing in common. Uh, nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay, come for the comments.